Welcome to Sundays with a Promise. These podcasts are designed to uplift you and to educate you, to help bring you clarity and understanding, and to help empower you to walk in your purpose. Our guide for Sundays with a Promise is none other than Dr. Sandra Harrigan. Now let's listen in on today's episode of Sunday with a Promise. Greetings, everyone. It's another great day. This is Doc Sandro here. Welcome to Sunday with a Promise. And today's topic is the place of importance. In, the, in Mark 4, we, we see the parable of the sower. But we're looking at Mark 4.15 and it says, And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard it, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. The seed represents the word of God. The ground represents people's hearts. There are four types of conditions of the heart. And the first type of heart is the one that has no desire towards God's word. Therefore, understanding is the first step in getting the word of God to germinate in us. When God touches our lives, Satan immediately comes to steal that touch. The enemy does this by trying to get us to quit glorifying God. If we stop glorifying God as God and glorify what he has done in our lives, then we lose the manifestation of that revelation, the blessing, the healing, or whatever. But if we don't quit glorifying God and what he has done in our lives, we'll never lose it and it will increase. The Greek word in Romans 1.21 for glorify means to render or esteem glorious. Esteem means to value, to prize, or reverence. When God does something in our lives, we place a value upon it. But then Satan immediately comes against that value and competes for it. He tries to steal from us the worth and value we have placed on the things of God. And the same thing will happen with this teaching. You got to remember it. First Thessalonians 2.13 says, When they received the word which he heard of us, ye received it as the word of we, ye received it not as the word of men, but as it is the truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. So here Paul was just saying to the Thessalonians, they had received his message as it was in truth the word of God. We place a value on everything that comes into our lives. The devil comes immediately to attack the value we place on God, on his word, and on the manifest manifestation of what he's done and is even doing right now in our lives. If we value what God says, then we have to devalue what others say. When criticism and opposition come, Will we hold on to what God has said and done? Or will we start honoring, prizing, and valuing the acceptance of those people equal or above God? That's a question for all of us. Nobody can dictate the worth we place on some, something in our lives. It's our choice. Our love for even our immediate family ought to pale in comparison to our love for Jesus. 
And it is said that we should put God first in everything, not family. You see, the contrast between the worth and value we place on God and others should be different. In comparison to God and what he has done in our lives, we are to place such a value and worth upon him that nothing and no one ever have to compete with that. Compared to how we esteem God, we should disesteem, decrease the worth of the value on everything and everyone else. And that's, that's something we need to really accept. We cannot truly glorify God and everything else at the same time. He is first place. When we think of Hebrews 12, 1 and 2, we read that Jesus disesteemed the shame associated with his crucifixion. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. A runner has to have a goal or prize to press toward. Jesus should be our example and should occupy our focus. Remember, he's the author and finisher of our faith. Jesus viewed everything else as worthless compared to what God had said and done, even his own life. And we could say Paul did the same. In, in Philippians 3, 7 and 8, it says, but what things were gained to me, those I despised, counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them as dung that I may win Christ. Paul chose to value his own efforts as worthless. Most people would think that they are doing quite well and therefore trust themselves only. Paul had a different system. He actually struggled with whether to stay here or go to heaven. It says in Philippians 1:21, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. For I am in straight betwixt two having a desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is far better. Nevertheless, to abide in the flesh is more needful for you. And Paul was simply saying that the process of life and continuous living is only to be found in Christ, not prestige or fortune or fame or degrees, only in the one who is life, Jesus himself. Paul had a vision of heaven that made him long to go there. Yet he was remaining in his physical body for the sake of others. We can say most people are clinging to this physical life for selfish reasons. Paul, however, was clinging to it for totally unselfish reasons. The reason we begin to lose the revelation, blessing, the benefit of what God has said and done it's because we have placed value on so many other things instead of him. These are the things that are important to us 
may just well be sapping our time, our energy, and attention. Due to this, what the Lord has done in our life has diminished over time. Just know this as I close. God hasn't changed his attitude toward us and quit giving. We have let something else occupy the place of importance in our lives that was meant for God and God alone. Amen. Thank you for joining us on today's Sundays with the Promise. Make it a great day.